Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the new Billy Joel song. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, Boomer and Gio Coney alive. The Bill Ford Tough Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So... Right now, the embargo is up, and we are one of a few radio stations out there that will be debuting and listening to a portion of the new Billy Joel song, which is Turn the Lights Back On. It's his first new song in decades. Columbia Records announces this today, February 1st, 7 a.m., so uh, they asked us, would you like to be part of the group that debuts this at 7 a.m. on February 1st? We said yes. So, Jerry, for the first time ever, nice. Billy Joel, turn the lights back on. Please open the door. Nothing is different. We've been here before. Pacing these halls, trying to talk over the silence. And pride sticks out his tongue. Life's at the portrait that we become Stuck in a frame, unable to change I was wrong I'm late, but I'm here right now Though I used to be romantic I'd forgot somehow Yeah, I know it is. It, it is sounds good. like classic Billy Joel. Yeah, and I am I am not a like a ballad guy, like a slow song guy anymore because I'm sad enough on my own. Um, but I like this. Yeah, I do, and I'm not lying about that. I mean, I would. I'm hearing a cello in the background now. He's bringing in all sorts of strings. Maybe you love me. Maybe it's amazing though that I'm sure he wrote. A ton of songs, yeah. In that time from the last release, and he decided finally that this was the one he wanted to put out. But this is good. I think it's very good. I'm trying to see. So this is on Spotify now, correct? It is. Yes. It I'm, was dropped right at 7 a.m. I'm curious in five minutes, like how many people, how many times it's been streamed already? I mean, because I would think 
I mean, Billy Joel's he's a legend, so I think yeah. he's got his hardcore diehard. But you got to remember, too, there's a lot of older people that are Billy Joel fans that don't have Spotify that are somewhere looking All for right. a Tower Records to buy this thing. Fair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's go to Sam Goody. Yeah, where's... What is this Panera Bread? There used to be a Tower Records in here. Um, so, yeah. But I think, listen, Billy Joel, that, that voice to me growing up on Long Island just reminds me of the summertime. Yeah. Like a barbecue in someone's backyard or out at Fire Island and a, uh, a boat pulls up and throws the anchor and you're, and you're listening to him. It's just uh, that voice will always bring me back. And I remember uh, coming back to New York one of the years I was living in Pittsburgh to see Billy Joel at the Garden and like him doing New York State of Mind when I had left New York for a number of years it was like a emotional thing oh, for sure for me because it was a song also that they would play you know leaving shea stadium win or lose they would always play that as like the last song as you were leaving and i used to go to so many games that would remind me uh, of that and that was also uh, new york state of mind was the the mother uh mother son dance at my wedding me mm. and my mom because we went to all the mets games together so we did we did that we obviously had to shorten it up because it's a long ass song there's no way people are going to watch us dance for six minutes we somehow made it like two and a half or something too yeah, yeah um so yeah i mean i've got i've got strong billy joel memories i think this was pretty cool and he sounds great i mean i don't know how much help he needed but it sounds fantastic and also you wonder he still has shows at the garden right he's got a few more i think he's doing i'm not sure i think that's coming to an end soon mm -hmm. but i that's got to be part of it now no yeah absolutely you throw that in there yeah. You throw that in there. Absolutely. So good good Pretty for good. Billy Joel. Pretty good. How old is he now? 75? He, he has to be in his 70s. Just Google it. <laughs> yeah, I will. I he just... broke onto the scene, what, late 70s? 74. Late, right? Yeah. Late 70s? Yeah. 74. That's a long time ago now. Billy Joel. May 9th. Another birthday coming up at 75. Uh, very good. Uh, all right. We were uh, talking about porn addiction earlier. And uh, the Dave Canales, who was the head coach of the Panthers, said he was uh, addicted to yep. porn and uh, binge drinking. And I said, uh, I, I'm sensitive to these things, but I, I don't, um, when I hear porn addiction, I sort of, in a way, don't take it as seriously as the other things. And I need to talk to somebody who's a professional about it to believe in it maybe a little more. Um, so someone did call up, and it's Carl in New Jersey, and he is a psychologist, and he's got some... Uh, notes, I believe, or some uh, uh, information on porn addiction. Uh, Carl, good morning. How are you? How you doing, guys? Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Jerry. Hey, good Carl. morning, Carl. It's interesting topic as I dropped to drop my son off at school here. Perfect. So, I get is the, is the, is the question whether or not porn addiction is real? Um. Hmm. I know that's a very simple way of putting it. I mean, I... I, I think I, more how serious is yes, it. Yes, yeah, exactly. I, I could see people being <clears throat> totally into porn and watching it too much, but I, it, how does it... How serious is it compared to some of these other things that I've seen ruin lives? Like, I don't... I've seen alcohol, drug use, gambling use ruin lives. I've never seen someone watching porn and having it ruin their life. Well, that's just it. How does it affect their life and how much are they watching it? Is it interfering with their relationship or their marriage? Um, has their marriage and their sexual relationship in their marriage become stale because of their um, consumption of pornography? It's not recognized in our, in our diagnostic manual as a disorder um, that we can diagnose at this point. Addiction is, but porn addiction specifically is not. Um, so it's sort of like a, under the umbrella term of sex addiction. It, it falls in line of that. What we look for is, 
is it disrupting the person's um, current level of functioning? Has it interfered with their relationship? And the one thing about pornography that could be a little more concerning is um, the increasing need for deviant uh, type of content. So deviant being, if you're watching, I don't know, uh, I like big butts or something simple like that. And that turns into more deviant, uh, dirty type of pornography that increasing need to to satisfy that um or satiate yeah all right so like, like like you're saying it's it's going from having a uh a snickers bar after uh dinner to satisfy your sweet tooth to then have you know eating an entire birthday cake by yourself like like you just keep trying to, to get to a level of satisfaction because you're bored with the normal stuff yes very good analogy Gio. <laughs> very okay. good analogy. Yeah, um, interesting. So you, have you talked to people that, that you believe were addicted to porn to a point where it was uh, ruining their marriage, or, or is this just stuff that you have read? Well, interesting. I, I work in a prison and do a lot of evaluations on um, sex offenders. Mm. So the role of pornography in their uh, specific offense and, what, um, and how it's complicated their lives, uh, so it's certainly something I touch upon. Um, but I see a lot of kids doing a private practice and pornography, as you know, is easily accessible to a lot of these kids. And how does that, um, sort of alter their thought process or their perception of what, um, appropriate sexual contact is with a, with a female or male, as you know, you can, a simple Google search can give you some sort of really dirty content. You know what I think is, is prop. Now you tell me if I'm right or wrong here, but what I think is even more problematic is only fans. Because what you have there is more of a like face to face interaction or a, like a one on one interaction where the where you're paying to get these people to yeah. do what you want, right? I mean, isn't yeah. that a more than just like watching a video of of two people? Like cause that right there could screw up relationships because if you if you are a young person growing up in that world and you think that's how it works, like. I'll pay you. I'll say whatever the hell I want, and you're just going to do what you want for me. I think that over the long term could be a bigger issue. Absolutely, great point. Yeah, and then how does that affect, say, if it's a married person? How does that affect your marriage? Right? How is it disrupting your level of functioning on a day to day basis? But yeah, great point. All right. Well, listen, Carl. I'm glad you called in. Uh, to me, this is uh, this is interesting, and it all stemmed from this uh, Dave Canales story. Yeah. I, you know what? I probably should have asked him. I wonder if this is more prevalent in married men or women or you know couples and how many single people would actually say that they have the issue hmm. yeah because that would go back to your point then do you just classify yourself as such because you screwed up a relationship because if you're single you're not screwing up anything other than your own mind and i don't know how many people would come forward and say they have an issue that's true but i mean it depends what type of single person you are if you're a single person that is desired by the opposite sex all the time then you're probably not sitting around Watching porn every day. If you're someone who can't get a I'll date. use. <laughs> Jesus, Eddie. If you're someone who can't get a date, you know, and you're doing that, and then finally you do get a date, and you're like, you're thinking that, oh, well, okay, is this person going to. This person's just here for my own pleasure, and they're mm-hmm. not a person. They're just sort of a. All right, to your point about the OnlyFans thing, right? Like that, that yeah. I could see being, being yeah. an issue. That's, that's fascinating. I don't know. It's an interesting topic. Like, I remember... One I didn't think we'd be talking about this week. No, 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 <laughs> me either. But it originated in sports, Jerry. Yes, it did. With Dave, with yeah, 100% Canales. it did, yes. Um, and he's w- got to meet the media still, by the way. Oh, he has not... I don't think he's done an introductory press conference yet. If I worked for, for Brazzers or Pornhub, I would send somebody to that press conference. 
I would to be like to promote my brand. That would that's, that's what just, I would do. That's cold. I know, but I'm just telling you. I know what a, you're saying. It's capitalism. Cold. It's a we this is an opportunity. It's the NFL, all eyes are on the NFL. You know? Yes. <laughs> Poor guy. Sent <laughs> like a porn star there and be like, remember me? <laughs> See how that goes over. <laughs> I gotta credential them. You can't just walk in. Come on now. Listen, the Panthers need some some juice. They yeah. need some they need something. I mean, you're talking about buzz or no buzz with the Dave Canales hire. I mean, my well, goodness. We got some buzz this week. It's a little bit a little bit more buzzworthy now. <laughs> people like weird porn. Do not look at me, Jerry. I'm not looking at you. But, I mean, there are people that want to suck a foot. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... You know, also when when you don't experience it, and I, I'm I'm guilty of this too. Like, if you don't experience something in your own personal life, it's harder to believe. Like, I remember when when COVID was first starting, I was like, I don't know anybody with COVID. You know, like until I hear all this stuff, people in Italy, people here, that I, I don't know a single person, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, everybody you knew had COVID. So, like with this, it's like I I could give you, you know, people struggle with alcohol, people struggle with drugs, people struggle with gambling addiction. I've I have not in my own personal life heard somebody that's like you know i my entire life went in the toilet because of yeah i'm, I'm with you i really the, the the first time i heard of this as i mentioned before is david Duchovny. other than that i don't know of anybody that has admitted to it i'll say it that way yeah and and CeeLo brought this up in the warm show um josh mccown oh that's about right this. and ben roethlisberger too right he wanted to quit pornography I don't I don't remember that, I'm but he, he was quitting certain. everything after Milledgeville. Let me tell you that. He would he quit yeah, everything. Yeah, that was more no, this was more recent, actually. Yeah. But I remember there was a Josh McCown, there's audio of Josh McCown that probably isn't that hard to to find, where he's talking to a group of people and he's like he, his analogy is makes no sense. He's like, you know when you're on a plane, and let's say you're on a plane and you think that your destination is one place and you're let's say you're going to Cincinnati and you land and then the captain says welcome to Denver and you go Denver I thought I was supposed to be in Cincinnati that's what porn is <laughs> what I'm telling you we used to play that on Geo and Jones all the time I'm sure you did and I what yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Hmm. I gave you a good uh, dessert analogy to the psychologist. He liked that one. He liked that. This Josh McCown analogy, not so good. By the way, June 2020, Ben Roethlisberger discusses past addictions of alcohol and porn. Okay, there you go. All right, yeah. very good. Uh, John in Port Jeff. What's going on, John? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, I, I was talking to you, screener. You know, it has more to just be doing with addiction to porn People who have been sexually abused, uh, as myself, that addiction turns into more than that. And the porn's not satisfying. So to go out, as he had said, you know, the gentleman who wrote the book with his wife, to go out and cheat is just uh, engaging in more of that satisfaction as porn. It ruined my life, uh, my first marriage, uh, because of the fact that of being abused, you look at gratification and, and psychologists will tell you that but unfortunately you know at that time you know it ruined my life to look outside of the porn industry um, and, and it's sad to say that but being a realist and seeing where that got me to meeting the person in my life now has changed that drastically not because of the sex addiction that it's there with her it's because of the fact that it's somebody who's actually caring about your life hmm. 
and understanding the whole ramification of the abuse and things that have happened in your past. Interesting. Uh, and John, I appreciate you sharing all that on, on the radio, but that, that made sense to me. That's deep. Yeah, it was. But see, this is what I'm saying. This is why I stopped myself earlier. I'm like, I don't Because we don't know. Because someone like John, who obviously laid all of that right. out. Right. There's and, a lot of layers to it. Yeah. Um, there, there is. But that, that does make sense to me. I guess I just sort of have like a kind of a meathead view about it. Like, uh, honestly, I'm just thinking like, you know, guys being guys. Or ignorant to the whole subject because it's not affected you like other right, people. Right, right, exactly. Like, okay, what do you do? You know, you, you drink, you eat, you fart, you watch porn, you talk about stuff, <laughs> you watch sports, you gamble on sports. But like, you know. That was also a lot more than, you know, remember the conversation, the question you asked me was, how much do you have to watch to be addicted to it? What he's talking about takes it to <laughs> more levels and it's a, it's a completely different topic than what your question was. Sure, exactly, which is something I didn't even know. Right. Didn't even know about. But that takes a lot of guts to call up the radio and, and spill that out there. Uh, Dan in New Hyde Park. What's going on, Dan? Hey, guys. Um, Jerry, Gio, Al. Yeah. I was at uh, Chargers uh, Raider game at Legion Stadium in December. Okay. You guys were talking about the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. They're horrible. Oh, really? What? For a, a brand, brand new, new stadium. A brand new stadium. I went just before halftime. To take a piss. She was my okay. Right. And and the lines were so long. And I tried other lines in the men's other men's. They were so thirty minutes to get in. And then we were leaving in the third quarter because it was a blowout. The Chargers were getting blown out. I'm a Charger fan. And um, we went down to the first level. And I said, I got to go just before we. The lines were so long. I'm telling you. Are the there just not enough of them? More. I don't know, but I tried about three or four on each level. And they were so small, too. There's only, like, three stalls and, like, five urinals, and that's it. Wow. Oh, that's ridiculous. Mark oh, Davis, so man. Don't drink. Don't drink. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, listen, Dan, that's kind of easy for you to say uh, when we're out there watching a game. Wear a diaper. I've talked about this for so long. I'm not even joking. I'm I've serious. I've talked about this, the sports diaper. We've talked about yeah. the bladder thing. Someone actually sent me one of those. You know what? I have it in my office. Put an adult diaper on like you're a New Year's Eve in Times Square. No, no. It's not the, see, the diaper. See, that's tough. But the, this, there was a, there's like a bladder thing that you can, that someone actually sent me this thing where you like hook it up to you and then it goes down a tube into a bag that's attached to your foot. What? I'm telling you. It, well, that works better than the diaper, I think. How does it's a brand new stadium not figured out the balance? I know, it's terrible. Well, what are we doing? I know. That, that, that is now, you add that to the whole mix with Al oh, now. Time out. So you're going to be walking around mm -hmm. with a bag of your own stuff? No, no, no. You let it out of your, the, the bottom of your leg there. Just let it go. Just right where you're sitting? It's an option. Oh, my God. Wear a diaper. It's an, an option. option. <laughs> Dude. What are we talking it's about worse here? when it's inside, though. When it's yes. inside, it's a little tough. Outside, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, a like park, a, fine. Like a Bills stadium Not or something. Stadium. You let that go. Inside, oh, probably tough. Ugh. Gross. That is a problem, though. If he, if Super Bowl Sunday, you're going to tell me you have 30 minute lines to go to the bathroom? Oof. That's a problem. I'm going to go see if I still have that thing. I think I do. It's somewhere in the office. Okay. I'll show it to you. I would, I'm fascinated to see it. <laughs> it sounds disgusting. Yeah, but. It sounds better than waiting a half an hour to go to the bathroom missing the freaking Super Bowl. That is very true, too. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, Boomer and Gio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry in for Boomer, CeeLo in for Jerry. Before we get to CeeLo's update, we were talking about these apparent terrible bathrooms at Allegiant Stadium. And uh, me, Eddie, and Al will be at the game and, you know waiting a half an hour to go to the bathroom is just something that is unacceptable, especially for guys like us who are not attending these large sporting events as much anymore. So years ago, I had talked about the the sports diaper idea that I had, that we had to come up with some better technology than the regular diaper. So people who don't want to miss things, you know, whether it be a big game like the Super Bowl or maybe a Broadway show or whatever, you have to go to the bathroom. So when I was talking about this, someone sent me, a listener sent me this thing through Amazon. And what it is, and I'll explain here as I'll stand up on CBS Sports Network. What it is is, is like a cup. Yeah. So it's like it's like a it's like a boxer shorts with a with a plastic cup. And then there's a tube that goes down yeah. into the bag here. And then you put that inside of your pants down your your leg. Mm. And it hangs there. And like here, like you see here, it's closed, Jerry. <laughs> and then if you want to let it go, you just push that over and then the, the pee will come out. Let it go where exactly? That depends. To I'm not the sure. in front of you oh as it trickles God. down to see, the that next would be, row. I said if outdoor stadium, oh, like MetLife. What Life, difference does it make if it's outdoor or indoor? It's, it's the, you're still to, putting it around the people's shoes. What do you mean? What difference does it make? And do think you, about how people put do their you drinks have your dog down. pee inside, you know? Huh? What is the? There's no different or a dome stadium. It's still going to filter down to the next row to the people in front of you. Here's what Al suggested, which is I think smart. Is Not you go to the game. <laughs> <laughs> he did suggest that as well. <laughs> and by the way, two bags. I got an extra bag. So if you fill this bag out, you could just I could pop this off. Throw that somewhere. It's in the plastic. Throw, throw it. <laughs> All right. So now we're releasing urine onto the rest of the stadium. No, no, no. The we're not. It's in the concourse. bag. You just said if you were going to release it's in the bag. valve. Yeah, but you said a release valve, and Jerry's talking about how it goes down on the ground. In it's front a possibility. Of the and now you're throwing the bag off to the side, too. <laughs> what are we doing here? I think throwing the bag off to the oh side is a little God. bit better. Uh, but Al had a good idea. Get a big cup of beer and then release. You could do that. Your cup. waste into the big cup of beer and then just go and offer throw. it to someone. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
So they gave me two. Would you like one? <laughs> Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> Bought you a beer. Um, Terrible. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, you Go for do it. That. You should bring it then. Pack it. And then do that. But here's the thing I'd be worried about is going through stadium security. <laughs> what do you have there, sir? Mm. Are they going to well, let but me why, in this? Why would anything? There's no metal. But, I mean, they're going to be like, what What, what are you I, doing with that? Could I say, like, uh, I have a condition? You uh. probably could, or you could just tell them exactly what it is. Yeah, I could. If they stop you. It, they're it, like, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be releasing this pee all over the place? Yeah. See? So you know it's wrong. If you have to ask that. Listen, I haven't done it yet. I'm just thinking of options here, mm-hmm. man. I'm a, see, I'm a solution guy. I understand. You guys are just complaining about the the half hour bathroom. I'm, I'm not complaining about. I'm anything. coming up. I'm with not going to be there, so I'm not worried about it at all. <laughs> uh, to me, I would do what I always do when I go to games. I don't go at the end of innings. I don't go at the end of quarters. I run up, and yes, sometimes you miss stuff, but I run up when you think most people aren't there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. But Super Bowl is going to be tough, though, man. Especially you get a lot I understand. of people that are I know. in there. That don't even oh, really. Is it going to be any more sold out than any other Raider yeah, game that's sold no, out? No, but I'll tell you why. But this, no, it's not. But you get a lot of people at the Super Bowl, not like real fans. 100%, absolutely. So they're just getting up no matter what. They don't care what's going on in the game. So then maybe the bathroom situation will be a little bit better. Maybe. Uh, but I, I doubt it. All right. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. So I'll keep this on just for this segment because it's tough to get off. And then uh, <laughs> that is some visual there. Should I leave this on for O's the mentalist? Boomer would be so proud of you. <laughs> I think I wore this in front of him once. Wow. Oh, I okay. think I already did. Maybe when you first got it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. This is one of those clips on CBS Sports Network right now. This shot, this visual that years from now, they'll run back and you'll be like, oh, yeah, remember that day when I yeah. put that bag on? I will tell you, though, <laughs> all jokes aside, I believe Joe Buck talked about using a cup during a broadcast. Yeah, so I mean, in a case like that, if, if you had that on in yeah. case of emergency, and I've had times where I've been doing games where I've had to bolt mm-hmm. during a commercial break and try and get ahead of everybody where I literally have two minutes. Yeah. It's, you're selling me on it. Yeah. I'm going to try it during the show. I don't show. know as a fan. I'm going to try yeah. it during the show. Different for Joe Buck or you yes. in the broadcast booth. 100%. Yeah. When it's hard to leave. <laughs> I'm so just going to. You know what I'm gonna do it when Boomer comes back. He probably won't see any of this. Like I'll just, I'm just gonna have this on in my pants and then just do it. And then like in the middle of a segment, just pop off the full bag, empty it, and just just put it on the desk. <laughs> see what he says. Boomer, could you uh, take care of this for me? Stephen Waldron of CBS Sports. Uh, Stephen, he's cringing right now. If I if I had a full bag, good morning. Of, uh, <laughs> good morning. <laughs> if I had a full bag of of urine and I had it on the desk, would you have to cut away from that? I'd kindly ask you to take it down. <laughs> kindly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have to cut away from it, right? No. You would just, your own, your own like, I don't know, producer sense would say, don't have that. Not a great desk. idea. Yeah, not a good visual. <laughs> not what you want. <laughs> not, not what you want over there at CBS Sports Network. Uh, okay, Stephen, thank you. Are you excited for O's the Mentalist, Stephen? Absolutely. Okay. Me too. Yeah, he's good. I'm real pay- curious what he's going to do. Uh, he's apparently here as Al is going down oh, to, nice. uh, to bring nice. him up. Uh, all right, CeeLo, give us some uh, stuff that we care about. Please. Sure, I'll try. Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Kevin Durant was back in Brooklyn last night as his sons beat the Nets at Barclays Center. 136-120. Durant had 33 points. Pre-game, he got the video tribute and an enthusiastic player introduction. 
mix of cheers and boos from the crowd, but more the former than the latter. And here he was on the overall warm reception. It's classy people here. They appreciate everybody who put, who donned the jersey. I don't care if it was for a 10-day. Uh, and that shows a great organization when you can appreciate everybody who stepped foot and put their blood, sweat, and tears into your organization. So I respect that. I couldn't wait to can get you the go hell away. Yourself. <laughs> Durant was asked uh, what he wants his legacy in Brooklyn to be remembered as. Okay, I want you to you know, figure out what it is on your own. It's your own experience when you come watch us play. I'm not here to sway anybody's experience or uh, manipulate how they think or feel about the game. Like whatever you take from it, you take from it. It's on me to just go out there and do me. I love that he almost said, "Who cares?" at the beginning, and then kind of kind of caught himself a little bit. That's a shame. I like watching him play. And I, I know you did, and I know you like listening to him talk. Yeah, as well. I, and I would, I actually watched that uh, Cetera's, was it Cetera's podcast. Yeah, yeah. I got into that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the guy, mm -hmm. just the way it. Ugh. Yeah. Well, Bad look, taste in your mouth. Looking back on the time here, despite how it ended basketball-wise, nothing but good things to say about the area and the experience. And just New York City in general. I just absolutely love living here. Uh, I hated it before coming in as a visitor, but once you move here, you just you build your love up for the city and you understand the city even more. So I had a great time here. I mean, it was short, but three or four years is a long time in real time. And he meant it in the context of the basketball career, you know, decent chunk of his time in the How league. How about Carino said, and I, this, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised, but last night, Beal, Durant. Oh, go ahead. I was literally going to bring this up. But no, 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 no. You do. You say you Beal, do. Durant, and uh, Booker. Yeah. Have played more games together than Durant, Harden, and Kyrie. Yeah. Oh wow! And that was a, that's a theme this year of how those something. three with the Suns are—they can't get on the court yes. together, and they've already surpassed the other three from the time with the Nets. I mean, what a joke! Yep. Also a joke, Ben Simmons, who didn't play last night, knee contusion, which he, I guess, suffered Monday in that first game back uh, since early November. So uh, we'll see about his status for Saturday's road game against the Sixers. Yes, so. in Philly, mm. and concern for Joel Embiid. Yeah. Like, I, real concern. So, waiting further word on, you know, where they're going to go with that, yep. what he's going to do. I guess surgery, like, on the table, or? Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out a little bit more uh, on that. And the Knicks tonight will go for a ninth straight win. They've got the Pacers at home at the Garden. Uh, you guys mentioned this in the open. Curious timing would be kind of probably the polite way to say it. Yesterday, as the Jets and assistant general manager Rex Hogan reportedly agreed to part ways, and that came out just a few hours after the lengthy piece from The Athletic. So if there wasn't a connection, it's like the worst possible timing yep. ever for that story to come out. Uh, he had been with Joe Douglas and as his right-hand man since Douglas was hired in uh, June of 2019. Oversaw the college and pro scouting departments, had a major role in personnel evaluations and decisions as well. Um, one other thing from that story that I just thought was interesting because we kind of poke fun at Woody Johnson and him being so active on social media and how they referenced that in the story um, about how Twitter and listening and hearing from the fan base is kind of a big deal to him. Yeah. Um, and how, according to team sources, Johnson would share those opinions with Robert Sala in conversations about how the offense wasn't working. So you want to talk about a visual picturing Woody sitting down with the head coach? Well, look what this guy says here about the offense. And oh we got to, I mean, God. I'd love to know if he had those conversations wearing the sauce gardener chain. <laughs> 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 what a clown. Oh, boy. That's what Chernoff used to do with us when he first <laughs> yeah. discovered Twitter. See what this guy says about that segment you did? It's it the worst thing you ever heard. He says it sucked. Sucked hard. <laughs> the hardest sucking he's ever sucked. <laughs> do the do the, the breath thing or the nose. <laughs>
Thank you. <laughs> I love that. That's so my yeah, favorite. It's very accurate. He this was guy not. Watch you fire. <laughs> He was not exactly rainbows and sunshine. Oh. No. And my favorite was like when I used to do the overnight shifts and he'd come in at whatever godforsaken time it was, you know, with the, the briefcase over the shoulder, didn't even take his jacket off. He wouldn't even get like a hello or a good morning. And he would just dive right into whatever was on his mind. Like that, yeah. that cut you plate of 420. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Made me sick. I just puked in my car. I've got chunks in my car now because of you. Listen, oh, you knew he was listening. Oh, yeah. You knew he was listening. Absolutely. Well, when he slept, but he was always yeah. listening. No doubt. Uh, Cowboys stud Micah Parsons finally breaking his silence following the uh, Dallas playoff <laughs> loss to if the you Packers. Get 10 minutes, you got to watch this. <laughs> This is. I have not seen. Oh boy, I'm I'm worried that these two clips I have are not going to be good enough. No, for because what you're well, it's first of all, you know, he always does an hour on okay. Mondays during the season. Yeah, this is 30 minutes. 20 of it, he's got DeAndre Swift in as a special guest. Oh, okay, he's doing it from a hotel room. Oh no, in Orlando, holding a microphone, and it's just it's raw. But it just looks so basic. Oh, so it's a visual thing. The, yes, yeah, that's what I mean. And you, you only got to watch the first 10 minutes. That's when he's talking about the season and how disappointed he yeah. is. So and he's there, right. obviously, for the Pro Bowl games. Yes. Correct. Plural. All Correct. right. So it uh, took him a while to get over the loss, but show must go on, meaning his own show. And, uh, hey, I was willing to do more to help us on the defensive side of the ball. At the end of the day, we were just outperformed out schemed they had an answer for everything people saying well why ain't you go to so linebacker guess what the packages are in for me to go to linebacker i can only play what it's called i'm not putting out personnel i've even told multiple players coaches that i'm very fine playing linebacker and playoffs if that's what y'all want me to do i just want to win so they and didn't he, call it that he, way though a hundred percent comes out and says that he had no problem playing linebacker clearly it's what they needed but that's not what they wanted. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't go after the coaches, but he makes it very clear they were horribly outcoached in that game. Oh, yeah. Horribly I mean, outcoached. Which is... And unprepared. Uh, which is incredible because he talked a lot about the criticism that Dak Prescott gets and the Cowboys yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, And then he just criticized the Cowboys <laughs> more than anybody. <laughs> well, I will tell you, and this was my whole thing, too, with moving on from Mike McCarthy, which they didn't do... They looked so ill-prepared. There were no adjustments, and they got run over in their own building. You can, He's wearing it. Like, he's embarrassed. I think he even said he was humiliated by it. You can't lose games like this. this and clip. the coaching was poor. I do see a Super Bowl in my future. I want to be a Super Bowl champion. I challenge anyone to actually go look at the game film and say, did Micah play his heart out? To go out like that at home was completely embarrassing and unacceptable. It took me a while to even be able to show my face in the public. Yeah, so he's taking it pretty hard. And he also had the whole, so Jerry Jones came out and said, we're all in. Yeah. <laughs> he basically says, well, I hope so. Like, yeah. Why weren't we all in this year? He was. He was pretty pointed. I'm just picturing Mike McCarthy somewhere in Aruba or something like that. Zach Wilson's in Aruba. Like rubbing suntan lotion on his belly, getting delivered a pina colada, going to his wife. Can't believe they didn't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. What a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Let me correct myself. Zach Wilson's oh, in Bora Bora. Oh, Bora Bora. That's a bucket list trip. 
That for me, I went on my honeymoon. That's why. Oh, I, oh really? I correct that. Yeah, we did Tahiti. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's a Presty's rolling in it over here. Oh yeah. yeah. Who needs a full time job? I'm no. going to Bora Bora. That was over <laughs> ten years ago now. That's my, my honeymoon. Not like, hey, I went last month fair. and left the kids at home. You That's know? fair. That's when you got your bag of cash yeah. after the yeah, wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, what happens. You have children. Suck the money right out of you. <laughs> Can't do anything you want anymore. <laughs> uh, All right. You done? Sure. I can be All done. All right. Perfect. All right. It's uh, Boomer and Geo coming to you live. The Build Ford Tough Studio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Boomer and Geo program. Geo will be back in just a moment. Coming up on 10 in front of 8. And I do want to get to this call because I know this is something near and dear to Al's heart. So years ago when I went to uh, Franklin Field for a Columbia Penn game, I had to use bath. And this is kind of close to the discussion about the bathrooms at uh, Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. And I remember going to the bathroom and it was kind of busy and there were no individual urinals. It was this big tank <laughs> essentially it looked like a bathtub and i remember thinking that's horrifying then i remember going to university of minnesota and i go to the bathroom and had these big tanks and troughs as they call them and i thought it was horrifying and the guy on the line thinks the idea to speed up the bathroom experience <clears throat> yeah is to bring back those yeah, and I, I, we talked about this not that long ago, and I am I am with Jeremy, and Jeremy, good morning, how are you? Morning, fellas, how we doing, Jerry, how we doing, Gio? Great, man, what's up? So I was actually, weirdly enough, talking about trust with a, with a bunch of friends on a text chain yesterday, and, and it reminded me of, I was in Australia in 2006 playing rugby for a tour, and after our first match, we went out on the night, and, and I walked into a bathroom, and like Jerry just said, I was absolutely horrified <laughs> to see this long metal thing. Right, your eyes up, look left, look right, just keep your eyes up. By the end of the two weeks, it didn't matter. You're you're crossing streams and slapping the guy next to you on the back talking about sports. <laughs> and and you know, uh it, it was just it was just something you just at first you're like, What the hell is this? And then you just kinda you move on to it. And then lastly, before I jump off, um, being a rugby guy, I just wanted to just throw a plug out there. Uh, a big thing is actually happening in Allegiant Stadium in Vegas on March second that weekend. Um, I don't know if you guys heard of this. The NRL, the National Rugby League, the NFL, basically, of Australia is coming up and kicking off their 2024 season. Um, the game's going to be pretty huge. It's around Robin. It's two matches at that weekend and, and a couple other things happening around it. So I just wanted to give that a shout-out. Nice. Being a rugby guy and, and bring back the Shoff guys. But, yeah. real quick, why, is it, why does it speed it up, though? I don't understand Because you could fit, like, 15 people in a trough as opposed yeah. to, like, Not fit that five, many more. five urinals. 
Jerry. Maybe two more going, people. Jerry, how many guys are going in there to use the to use the stalls? It depends on how many urinals. There are, well, there's a crush of people that are going in there to use yeah, them. Yeah, but if you've got a if you've got a twenty foot wall, it's just a tank to piss in. I think I think the majority okay. of the people during these sports games are going in there to pick those. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. Which is true. And yeah. Yes. The, well, it's speeded up incrementally, I suppose, but it's not like it's going to be a lightning fast line that you're going to pass through. It's not that quick. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I've said this. I said this last week. I think we were talking about this. When you have multiple toilets in a men's room, you if you're going in there to do number one, you do not lock the door behind you. I am sorry. Oh, I agree with that. I can't Absolutely. stand that. I completely agree. Like, there are a couple of bars that I know that they have a urinal and they've got a regular toilet. And people will go in there to, to, to do number one and then they'll lock the door and it drives me nuts. Walk in there. The back, the urinals on this side of the yeah. room. The toilets on that. Side, just come on, Island think, Mermaid, fi- Fire Island. I think the answer though to all of this, like you go at City Field, they've got a million urinals in the bathroom. Like the bathrooms are massive. The problem isn't the trough, the urinal. It's not having enough of them. And if the guy, I haven't been there, but if our caller is accurate that there is only five or six urinals per bathroom. There's your problem. Right. Right. Absolutely. It's not big enough. I mean, that's just, I mean, that is, I love Mark Davis. You all know how much I have been fascinated by him for sure. years. If the bathroom situation is as bad as it is that this caller brought up, and he is right about that, then Mark Davis takes a major demerit. Major demerit. Yeah, I agree. That he approved that design. Yeah. By the way, O's is here. I was talking to him outside for yeah. a little bit. He'll be joining us at, uh, at 8 a.m. Okay. Very excited about it. You have to talk to him, too, yeah. by the way. I was talking to him. Nice fella. Oh, he's a great fella. And he is... Uh, I got to ask him about the Sean Marash thing, too, so we could settle that. I tried to explain to him what was going on in case it came up on the air. So that he knows, like, what... What was, what, yeah, what was going is, on? Yeah. What, what the battle what, is. What? Yeah. What, what's what? <laughs> what? What's what? What? Uh, Chris is in New Jersey. What's going on, Chris? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh... <laughs> First of all, love the show. Second of all, on this whole trough thing, uh, back in the late 90s, I ran a couple of New York marathons, and you have about 30,000 people in a staging area, and everybody is like massively hydrating because you're going to be running for whatever, three to four hours. They have at least one. Um, there may have been more than one. There is a trough that's literally about 150 yards long, and there's the just people three. lined up on either side. Right. It's again thousands. Of it's called the one train. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then once you you go to you have to leave the trough behind and go to the staging area. Um, men, women, again, everybody's hydrated, and you're in the chute getting ready for the you know the, the cannon to go off. And there's just people dropping trout. Girls are squatting mm. behind bushes out in public. It's you think walking into a bathroom with a, an eight foot trough is a nasty experience. The staging area of the New York Marathon is just a uh, you know what, fast. Chris, I got to tell you, first of all, congratulations on running it a couple of times. Yeah. I, the idea of running a marathon to me is unbelievable, and it is one hell of an accomplishment. So let me leave it there. It also sounds like one of the most disgusting experiences I've ever heard between the what you talk. Oh, my God. Nasty. Well, and also, um, the st- again, there's just people going everywhere. And Maybe then you the, have to. And the stories of people that have issues while they're running. The muscle aches and pains when they're done. Again, unbelievable accomplishment. I'm not interested in doing it, nor do I think I could do it. So I give you all the props in the world. But my God, does it sound disgusting. 
All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got O's the Mentalist in studio next. The man is a sorcerer of sorts, and we're very excited for him to uh, blow our minds. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.